Well, big news uh, from the province, the provincial Ford government announcing a huge investment into fighting gun violence. $25 million announced to uh, be strategically spent in areas to fight gang activities. So there's about $7.5 million for these legal SWAT teams. They'll go into each of the six provincial courthouses, which will be dedicated to prosecuting gun crime cases. Another $18 million spent on digital and investigative and analytical tools. So they're, they're attempting to revamp um, and modernize the police force, put more boots on the ground, and start, I guess, surgically or more precisely trying to deal with this. Will it work? I do not know. But nonetheless, it is a big investment. Let's bring the minister of this particular portfolio. This is Minister of Community Safety and Correctional Services of Ontario. He is MPP Michael Tobolo from Vaughan Woodbridge. He joins me for this part of the conversation. Minister Tobolo, a big um, investment into Ontario. Um, I'm curious to know, is this money actually all going to go to the streets on gun crime? Or how much of it is going to end up in, in you know, another agency, another board, more bureaucracy. Well, thank you, uh, first of all, for having me uh, today on your show. Um, this money is going to the front lines. We had uh, meetings, and um, as you know, I've been now with uh, four different police forces and the OPP, and had an opportunity to listen to uh, Chief Saunders and listen to a lot of the front lines. And we understood very quickly that they need more. They need more resources. Um, we want to make the community safe, so this money will be used for policing, and it's uh, to create um, a SWAT a unit with respect to the um, um, the, the use of, uh, well, once we, we have um, caught these individuals to make sure that uh, they're processed, mm-hmm. um, and when they're processed, that we'll also have a bail enforcement team that's going to make sure that if they are out on bail, they're complying with terms. Uh, we're giving the police force the opportunity to utilize these funds for the digital recording uh, equipment for uh, really what they need to modernize themselves and be state-of-the-art when it comes to dealing with criminals that have state-of-the-art technology to their advantage. Minister, I want to talk about the uh, plan with the chief. How much of his input went into this particular plan? Because uh, I think a lot of people want to know um, how much different this is than the last time we heard about putting money into fighting crime. Well, we, uh, we as a government, decided that the way to figure out how to utilize funds and deploy uh, the money so that it has the greatest effect is to meet with the people that are actually deploying the police officers. Uh, So Chief Saunders was involved uh, in the first meetings uh, and subsequent meetings to basically provide us so in consultation with um, areas where he felt they were deficient in terms of assets, in terms of tools to be able to do their jobs. So in effect, what we did was we consulted with the end user and the one that we're expecting to provide us with results and are giving them the tools. This is one of the reasons why we also increased the amount of funding from the amount that was cut back by the Liberals, which was, uh, I believe, $13 million, and increased the spending to $25 million so that they had $6.25 million a year to put directly into additional policing. Right. And so 
one of the areas that you had mentioned was the legal SWAT teams. What is a legal SWAT team? I've covered courts for a long, long time, and we already have crowns that are pretty well versed in, in dealing with, you know, bail on, on gun crimes and, and charges. What specifically is a legal SWAT team? How does well, it differ? Yeah, the, the team is being basically set up, and there will be one for each provincial courthouse that will be set, set up. Each of the, these teams is going to be led by an experienced crown attorney that will have one mission and one mission only, keeping violent gun crime criminals behind bars and away from bail. But how does that differ than what is happening now? Well, because what will happen is the specialized units will prepare the files as opposed to having them prepared on the fly with crowns that are basically inundated with all kinds of other work. Uh, This area of law, the, the guns and gang violence, is extremely complicated. And from an evidentiary standpoint, putting together the files in such a way that they can succeed in a criminal trial, it's more complicated. So we believe, based on, again, the input that we've received, we're providing additional technology to the police officers, which will streamline and and provide better uh, evidence and, and better information for the crowns to then assemble. Once that's assembled, it will be turned over to the crowns, and the crowns will be able to continue uh, their prosecutions. So from our standpoint, it becomes a way to specialize and to focus on making sure that, that when something proceeds before a judge, it will be complete and it will be, um, you know, we'll, we'll get the conviction we need going forward. And what about the federal government? What have they said? Are they going to look into changing bail conditions? I mean, why not Why not partner up with the feds and try to toughen up? You know, you're charged with a gun crime, no bail, period. End of discussion. Well, that is, and actually that is mandatory for the Crown Attorneys in the province to request a mandatory sentence for someone uh, that, that, that... But not uh, sentencing. I'm talking about bail. bail. Like, why wouldn't yeah. we work with the federal government and say, hey, you're charged with a gun crime, you don't get bail? And we are actually working with the, uh, the the feds with respect to that. This is again is one aspect that we're moving forward on. We want to make sure that evidence can be gathered properly. Once it's assembled, it's put before the judges. And again, it is something that we will be discussing at, with the federal government through the AG's office to make sure that it's clear that we need to have stricter enforcement of the laws that exist, or perhaps even look at amending some of the laws. Anything else that we expect to be announced into the area of gun crime? Uh, At the present time, this uh, is phase one of an overall strategy that we're looking to adopt for the entire province of Ontario. We're starting in Toronto because we've seen the highest rate of gun uh, gun violence and, uh, and, and gangs. And our belief is that by attacking the problem at its source, it will also work its way out throughout the province. Mm-hmm. But we are continuing to look at the other uh, cities throughout the province. And another aspect of this is, again, looking behind the root causes of why we're seeing the uh, gangs and uh, gun violence, looking at some of the issues such, such as housing and some of the other uh, poverty and, and lack of jobs and the need to, to engage youth more from the standpoint of community and providing them with assistance and making sure that, you know, they, they go through school, that they have the resources to learn trades. Yeah. We're, we're, as a government, we're committed to making sure that we not only enforce the laws and we keep our community safe so that families feel safe and they're confident that we're doing our job and that the streets are safe, but also to look at longer-term solutions, which is something previous governments have 
set aside. They've not talked about mental illness. They've not talked about the implications of that addictions uh, on individuals. Our government is going to look at the entire uh, issue and take an integrated approach to making sure that everyone in our society receives the help they need, but at the same time that we all feel safe in our communities, which is something we really need to work on. Minister Dabolo, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. That is Minister Tabolo joining us. He is the MPP for Vaughan uh, Woodbridge. And um, as I was saying, so right after they make that anoint- announcement, there's a shooting. Broad daylight. Number of rounds fired off. Don't know what happened to the victim and or I don't, there was no suspects. But it's right in broad daylight, right at the area of Jane and Finch. And the minister we just talked to was the one who was called the racist. From Point, I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.